Old Head Ed. Hello, sir. This is Art Morera. I'm just checking in, man. I want to make sure everything is all right and kosher. Shouts out to us versus the buff. And shouts out to Sir Charles rocking with me that day. That was a dope conversation, man. And all those beers was on point. Man, y'all stay cool, man. This is Art Morera, Miami boy. You know what I'm saying? Post it up. The weather's nice outside. Y'all stay cool, man. Pew, pew, pew. the podcast we are back another week another episode we're back doing it video big um shouts to us versus the buff helping out with the visuals as you can see i got guests 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 um maybe even a co-host depending on uh <laughs> on thousands interaction with this but um, yeah man let me set it off another field trip the podcast has gone out into the streets we're doing it outside outside um Outside, outside. Yeah, shouts to Sauce, Sauce Kings or, or King Sauce. And um, <laughs> and yeah, man, we're here at Lincoln's Beard. We figured we'd pull up to the brewery, have some beers, you know what I'm saying, talk talk uh, music. Because right. as you can see, I got none other than Art Morera in the house. As My you know, man. Thousand's the co-host. He's kind of on the, the research and development side. He's going to tell me if I'm wrong with any factoid that I might spit. I'm just here to instigate, you know what I'm saying? And that too. <laughs> All right? It's part for the course when it comes to Sir Charles. But I got I got Art Morera with me, man. I mean, come on, man. It's been a minute. It's really good to see you, Ed. Likewise, return guest. Um, we did this before. Right. Uh, way before when you were first plotting out the journey out to the West Coast. Correct. Did that, came back, and, and now we're here. Mm-hmm. How was that trip for you? Amazing. Okay. Amazing, man. Yo, traveling is so good for the soul, man. Regardless of what the reasons are, bro. And I had my personal reasons, you know. It was just kind of like a window of opportunity that I feel like was laid out for me. Okay. And I just, you know, I went for it. And, like, people be overthinking driving long distances. They think they got to do all this prepping, but nah, just go, man. If you have a little bit of money for gas and food, like... What's the worst that can happen? You got to drive back home, mm, you know? Yeah. I'm sure a lot more worse things can happen Could've than happened. just driving back home. But, yeah. but yo, it was amazing, bro. Seeing the country is beautiful. Something about, like, when the country opens up and just having all that time for yourself to think yeah. and process things and just talk to God for a while and just be there, bro, is, it was great. My, my, my spirit really needed that, man. Yeah, fresh. And now I'm great. I feel like a new man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, you look like a new man, but we're going to get into that. I mean, we're out here at Lincoln's Beard. Yeah. You might notice that there's a beard missing on one of us. Uh, I have mine, so it's not me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so going back to the first episode where we sat down and chopped it up um, and you had the thought of traveling, um, you had kind of told me, oh, I'm glad we did this now because a couple months from now, I was going to take off anyway. Now, COVID happens. Yeah. And but yet you still pushed forward and went out there yeah. and did it. Now, 
how did that play out? Like from the moment you heard that we were gonna have an issue where it, it, uh, traveling was gonna be an issue. Um, how did that play into your decision to, to push forward with it and make it happen? Well, the only thing that I had an issue with, uh, like, like the main factor that I had was that I wasn't used to, um, I had just moved into my van Okay. So I was fresh on that. Like most people, if you're in, if you're in the loop of people that live a van life, they'll, they'll tell you that you might want to kind of hang around your neighborhood for a month or so to get used to what it's going to be like, you know? Okay. And, just uh, inside the van though. Just, okay, yes, got, you, yes. got you. That was like the main factor. I had peace of mind the rest of the time, but once you get in there and you sleep at the first rest stop and you wake up and you're not dead and you're all happy that you survived the first night. <laughs> Bro, it becomes like this fun theme park. The world just becomes like like cruising USA. Got you. Got you. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And uh, one huge benefit about moving into a van is that like when I'm... Because before I had the van, when I was like really tired, I will pull over at a rest stop and just look over at my little back seat like, fuck, mm. I got to sleep in these it conditions. It was calling you. Yeah, yeah. But when I pull over at a rest stop in a van and I look back at my master bedroom, I'm like, yo, this is going to be lit. Let me watch oh, The you. Office. Got you. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was actually a pretty pleasant journey, bro, for okay. the most part. The, the, the conflicts came. It was more internal. Mm. More, oh, okay. You know? Which gave you more time to work on that. Yes. On the internal. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the, the van cost me two racks. So, like, saved a lot of money on rent. And uh, any mechanical issues, it's American-made. So I, I just, bro, God was looking out the whole time, bro. Fresh. That's facts. Fresh. Now, while you was out there, now this is what this is what's kind of got me wondering. <clears throat> well, in the midst of you being out there, um, this thought of uh, Kendall versus Hialeah comes about. Shouts to H. Shouts to Orion. Right. Uh, they present this idea to myself and uh, Human Sushi. Shouts to Dre and Renee. And, and they uh, they vocalized this idea during the uh, Human Sushi episode. Mm -hmm. And um, and we pushed forward with it, kind of find a time and place for it, a date. And uh, and while we're doing that, <clears throat> the two MCs that were active, because there's, there's more than two MCs in SFMG, uh, shouts to Dre. But uh, the two active MCs decided to start promoting it. That that takes a life of its own in, in the version of... Uh, Rebuttals uh, back and forth. Several talented MCs from the South Florida area, Miami area, get involved as well. Yeah. And um, and then out of nowhere, this shot rings off from I mean, clear across the country. Or that's what I believe at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fast forward to the point where <laughs> I'm gonna fast forward to the point where you've gotten like about four or five rounds in, and then next thing I know, there's a song. That you, you should, you're filming a video for here in Miami, uh. so I was like, "Son of a bitch, Art!" Yo, like, <laughs> was was he going state to state, dropping these bars, or like, how, like, what's the chrono chronological order? How, break that down. So you want to start where? So the first time you dropped tap water, okay, from, I got when, you. from when you dropped tap water all the way to when, um, oh, what was the name of the track that you so, filmed? Oh, whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole. Yes, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Joey because Joey hit me with that. Like, the way that I was going at these rappers was like I was playing whack-a-mole, you know? Mm. So, you know, so basically I dropped... Okay, I'm in California minding my own business. Mm -hmm. No, how does Sirius Jones say it? He goes, uh, how should I begin this? I'm in California minding my business, mm -hmm. right? 
But like, so I'm in California minding my business, right? I had just dropped time away. Yeah. And time away took me, it was, that's like, bro, that is the project that I wanted to focus on solely. Even after I dropped I Was Here, I'm like, I Was Here was, there's magic, but I really have been focusing for five years on, on time away. So I dropped time away, right, chilling. And then Kendall versus Hialeah happens, and H2O just decides to, to throw up, like reference me in a bar that was inaccurate. I don't care how hard the bars are. If they're inaccurate, it bothers me more. Mm. It was, <laughs> you take more offense it to it. It was a fucking salute, and I was like, wait a minute. Did you just <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. My name? <laughs> yeah. Yes, because the bar was. That was uh, a halfway salute, in other words. It, it was, was kind of like. It was a backhanded salute. It was giving me, oh, uh, you gotta leave Hialeah to get famous like Art and NFA did. And I'm like, hold on, bro. Shout out NFA. Pause. Shout out to NFA. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I say on Kendall 95, which you played, that I left Hialeah because my house was haunted. And the song is called Kendall 95. How do you not know this? Mm. So so then I'm like, all right, bro. I really don't want to... I don't want to get involved in this Kendall versus Hialeah thing. Like, I, got, I just dropped the album. Let me just kind of mind my own business, you know? Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to just go back to what I was up to, and these lines start coming to me, bro. You know? Okay. They're just coming to me. Like, you know how Goku be harnessing the spirit bomb? You know what I'm saying? My bad. You were explaining it to me. You were breaking that down to me. I'm not a big Dragon Ball fan, but you were breaking it down to me. So, yes. Well, basically, when Goku can't beat the bad guy, he has to resort to his secret weapon, which is a spirit bomb. And he just harnesses all the energy from all the universe, and it just condenses into the sphere. And he just launches it at you like a beach ball. Okay. So, these with, lines... With, with more disastrous results yes. than a beach ball. Yes, exactly. Shouts out to these girls I was watching playing volleyball while earlier today. Whew, I'm so happy I'm back in Miami. Shouts to them. <laughs> Shouts to them. But then, uh, so I, whatever. So I write and record Tap Water. So these song, these lines are coming to you. Yes, and I'm like, fuck it. I guess it's going to happen. You know, let me not fight it. So I drop it, right? And I really feel like that was a, a big go button that I pressed. Okay. And uh, three days later happened. You guys know what happened. Yeah. So this is recorded while you're still in North California. Every day for the next six days, I, I wrote, record, filmed, edited, dropped, okay. everything. All every right. day. That brings some clarity to me then. Right. right. So like there's a timeline. It's like everything that I say is like real-time responses, like like old school MC battles that you rebuttal to something someone just said. Yeah. So that's that's how I was conditioned, right? Okay. But then I'm like, yo, my work is done here. In North California, you know, like the, the harvest is done. Mm. My boys did their thing. Uh, and then I talked to my grandfather. And my grandfather was like, hey, are you around the way or what's going on? Like, let me say hi to you. I don't think he was aware that I was across the country. So I was like, I got you, Abuelo. Yeah. I'll be there soon. But I wasn't sure when I was going to leave. Okay. Right? Some shit happens, whatever. I end up going, right? And on my way home to Florida, I filmed the video to Seal Rock, but I held on to that. Okay. That's okay. why, you know? And then I get to Miami, and I talk to my boy Joey. Shouts, shouts to Joey, Dub P. Joey De Silva. You know, Dub P is dead. You know, it's the new wolves. It's true. It's true. Right. That is true. And you got to watch. You, know you got to watch new, the wolves. It's the new wolves, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so he's like, yo, you know what will be tight? Because I showed him Whack-A-Mole. I recorded it at my cousin's spot in this kitchen table. He was like, yo, I'm going to go to the grocery store real quick. So I set up my chaotic eyeball. Uh, I just recorded real quick. And he comes back. And I'm like, yo, let me show you what I just recorded. So then um, I, I showed Joey and Mowgli. And I get the idea of, you know, I was given the idea of like, yo, you should bust a trip to Miami 
to film that real quick before Christmas because I still had my beard. Mm. So I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to do it, it'll be like a Christmas gift to Miami, you know? So I bust a trip to Miami. Like, what's four hours driving after you drive three days straight? It's nothing. It's true. In and contact, I, in, in, uh, in comparison. And I go to Miami on the low low. And it was funny being back in Miami, on, like, it? on a secret mission. Yeah. I was like, damn, I'm back here, yo. It's like being back in Babylon, straight up. Mm. So then I, I, I go to my old complex via Hialeah, and I, that's where I filmed the, the, the track at, you know? Got you. And uh, throw the Cortezes up. All right, let's ride, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I went back to Orlando, and then I went to go see my family. I surprised my grandfather, and my grandfather was like, Wait till after Christmas so I could just be young Santa for a day. (laughs) Spanish Claus. Yes. Oh, I like that. What else rhymes with Santa Claus? Sabotage, camouflage, and... Entourage. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. There you go. Not being an MC, that was... Shouts out to No Emotion and the gods. For real. No doubt. Let's gold. So, uh, So anyway... Oh, let's gold. I like that too. So, like, I shaved the beard off. And then I get on Instagram Live and I talk with you. Roundtable. Round First table. episode. Yeah. You know there was an episode two that came out and I had to take it down, right? Really? Yeah. I, it was like three hours long, yo. Woo. I was chopping I, it up with Joey and then I had a long conversation with Inf. Really? And that, and that shit was just too crazy. It yo, was, it I was too out. crazy. I missed out on that one. Yo, shouts to Infinite Thought. We, we got to do it again. Sweet but like, Jesus. I, I low-key wish that I could have like downloaded it somehow, but it was a three-hour video. Wow. My iPhone couldn't take it. Wow. So I was like, fuck it, bro. Damn. You were there. That must have been a vibe. You were there. If it you was, caught it, you caught it. It's one of those things. That, that's what adds the... Uh, yes. That's what makes it what it was. It was it was just like that one-on-one. I love the internet, bro. The way mm. that we can just... That's it. Use Instagram as a platform to do podcasts. Yeah. Because now it's just meaningful conversations between people, and that's the content. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah. Because now that brings me to the line. Okay. Talk to me. That was dropped. Old gold. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Now, okay, so let me backtrack. So throughout, the, uh, throughout your responses, your rebuttals, so on and so forth, the whole Murder Mountain, um, names are mentioned um, in a positive light, in a negative light. Um, and I realized, and I was kind of glad. I, I mean, I could have it, it could have been wor- better, worse, or indifferent yeah. that my name didn't come up. Now I am not the Ed. <laughs> I am not the Ed. No, that Art is referring to. Yeah, shout out to Ed. Both of y'all. Both of y'all. Shout out to Ed. Vote. Strong, strong man, right there, bro. Yes. Yes. So I'm not that Ed, but there is another Ed. But so I'm like, all right, did I get? No, I didn't get mentioned because he's not referring to me. I didn't work with him at DJI. Right. Um, but there is a line, which was cool with me. I'm like, ooh, great. I know Renee got I know Renee got it, which Renee was the next person to me that wasn't an artist, but that got the mention in there. <laughs> like I'm I'm like, yo, I'm good. I ducked it, I avoided it. Shouts to SFMG. Right. Um, Shouts out to y'all. But there is one que- there was one one line. The one line that I would say that if I had to question anything, um, was you say um, linking up with Drink Champs, it was it was shortly after the I go, the I, reference to DJ EF. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Nas saying that he wanted people to step their game up, and one of them was um, yeah. Noriega. And one of the artists he had mentioned was the legend Noriega, and he ended up changing podcast forever. So there I am with my camera, thinking of hitting EFN up. Started uh, became part of something classic for real. Then remember that's when I started the Media Noche podcast, which is the fresher version of what your crew was just a little remnant of. Stop it right there. We can't have that. We can't 
Stop it right there. So now, so now, this is hold up. Hold up. Stop that right there. All right. All right. Talk to me. Talk to me, Ed. That line right there. I'm like, all right. I'm like, wait. Well, so what's the podcast and the the crew that? And it's like a fresher version. And I was like, okay, I got you. If I had, and at that point, it's just me like, like really trying to analyze and dig. And, and that might not even be anything, but that's where I want to clear that up. Yo, oh, shout not clear that up. Yo, break that down. Shout out to Benny the Butcher that we were bumping on the way over here. I was just going to say, we were just talking about We were about just this bumping shit, this shit. What's the, what's the line that he says? Uh, he goes, uh, I drop shit and don't, exp- I drop something and don't explain shit. These rap, these rap niggas talk greasy on tracks and then explain. And then uh, like, ooh, bro, so here like, we are wow. about to explain shit. So shout out to Benny the Butcher. But yo, look, chronologically, mm-hmm. when, like, the Media Noche podcast, I feel like, gets overlooked in this. South Florida media um, conglomerate. Yes, yeah. this, this new, okay. this new like alumni, right? Gotcha. Of media heads. Gotcha. But when I linked up with Drink Champs, I soaked a lot of game from those guys. You know, EFN and Nori were interviewing all these legends, and I'm just here with my camera, like just being in the room. You know, we talked about it the last time you sat down with me, and we and yes. and you mentioned that before Snoop Dogg came on. Everybody was standing. Everybody was just doing, getting ready for the show, waiting on Snoop Dogg to show up, and and it seemed a little too. It was eerily quiet for yeah. some people. I think EFN included. Yeah. And then EFN was like, "Bro, y'all gotta say like say something." And then you said you had your um my beats your pill. Beats, beats pill. Yeah. And EFN. you started bumping music, and that kind of like took the edge off of like the, the tension that was in the room, the, the anxious tension. Man, I'm ha- the, I, I appreciate that you remember that, bro, because it, like it, Snoop was taking forever. That's what I do. And then EFN, <laughs> EFN's probably, in my mind, I'm thinking EFN's probably a little nervous because he's about to interview, bro, top five legends, mm. like as far as mm. legendary pop stars, like just global yeah, yeah. icons, Snoop Dogg, and it's like yeah. mad, you know, quiet. And he's like, yo, y'all play some music or something, bro. And I'm thinking, you're the DJ. But anyway, I was like, yo, let me get my Beats pill, go on Pandora and play Death Row Pandora Radio. And it just started to play the vibe. Yeah. And then Snoop walks in and whatever, the rest is history. But like, so my time with Dream Champs comes and goes, right? Because I got roped, right? Yeah, yeah. So then, I, but I'm like, yo, I learned a lot watching these guys. And I would love to do that for my community. Okay. So, I, so I set up all the shit. And in like a month, we did like 30, 40 episodes, something like that. And then I, and, and then I finished Drink Champs. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, excuse me, uh, Maybe I Know Shit podcast. Yeah. And Which I never was a guest of, but that's all right. We got to th- make it happen. Thank you that's for saying that. Because after that, mm-hmm. Orion starts his WDDH. Shoddy starts Human Sushi. H2O starts WVCC. And then I find out about you, mm. Old Head Ed. For all I know that you've been doing it for years, but I wasn't aware of it. But anyway, so like, I feel like the Media Noche podcast was a significant prototype of Miami hip hop podcast, you know, formats. Gotcha. But nobody be bringing up Media Noche anymore, bro. And I'm like, hold on, I'm gonna have to remind you, motherfuckers, bro, that okay. I, that, that my shit came first. <laughs> The prototype, call it what you want. All right, settle down, Ray J. You no, hit no, it first. No, that's not at all what he said in the car. He's like, bro, I said that. 
because y'all can't do what the fuck I do. <laughs> <laughs> y'all cannot match. Man, but, but yo, hey, hey, but like realistically speaking, they even got a fucking sandwich behind my. Check shit. me out. Check me out. <laughs> hey, yeah, that was what came first. <laughs> yes. The chicken or the egg? Yo, the podcast like, or the sandwich? It's still it's debatable, right? Bro, like, no, the sandwich definitely came first. Now nah, we're like, gonna debate it anyway. <laughs> it's that 12 a.m. I brand 12 a.m. Yeah, Medianoche, like, genius, bro, like just the way that you know 12 a.m. Medianoche. No, it's slick as hell. It's slick as hell. Um, and I think and. And that's one of the things that I always. <laughs> Thousand, you don't get credit on it. No. Nah, damn, bro. You had a you had a hell of an episode on Medianoche podcast. We had like two or there three. Was a, there was a, the the, yeah, the yeah. illest quote was uh, I should have been aborted. That was thousands. Oh, that was on his, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And on yours, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, we, yeah. We'll get into that back, in the yeah, eats portion. But um, and it's and it's wild because it's funny how. Um, it wasn't until I started a podcast that kind of brought me back into certain circles. Yeah. And the first time I heard of Medianoche um, was at Thousand's album release party, The Chronicles of the Third Born. And um, first time I met Mowgli. Mm. Um, Shout out to Mowgli. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. And um, the first time I caught up with Jazz in ages, like mm. ran into him there. It was a hell of a night. Um and then that's when someone mentioned, oh, yeah, Art does a podcast. And it was like the Medianoche. So after I heard that, I remember going on IG and then, boom, Medianoche checking it out. Mm. Um, so it, it's, it's wild that, that uh, we find ourselves in a place where I think I would have never known about it if I didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it's funny. Huh? If I didn't yeah. do my own podcast, I wouldn't have found myself in the circle. And then I wouldn't have found myself in a place where I would have known about your music. Amazing. So it's all interconnected, and that's yeah. like the beauty of it, man. So I cleared it up. <laughs> I cleared um, it up. Uh, hold on, did it bother you that I said little remnants? Well, uh, I, I, you know what? I I can't say it did because I have a bad habit and something that I'm going to change in 2021 on this podcast. <laughs> Cheers, yo! Cheers, is, man! Is, is is using the word little like when I'm describing mm. somebody's efforts or yes? Mm. It sounds condescending. So the word little, and it's not it. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's the person's intention is to condescend, yeah. but it shouldn't be used. So I would never, I, would, I, I try my hardest not to go, oh yeah, and then we did this little, or he put, yeah, he I dropped his little. It almost sounds like like dismissive. Like, Correct. Like yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, so that's going to change. But nah, that's that's what it was. So the little remnant thing, I, like, I really can't take take uh, any um, you know, offense like, to it. But, uh, that should be a rap name if you ever start a rap name. Little remnants. Little remnants. No, bro. Like, the thing is, is that I was just in battle little mode, remnants. bro. I was just in battle. <laughs> when you're in battle mode, anybody can get got it. You. And got it's, you. And it's hard to put things a certain way. And also, the rhyme. Okay, when the rhyme is there, little remnant of South Florida hip hop, there needs to be a record of us. See how everything is connected, bro? Thank you, EFN. And even mm. then, Kendall, what up to anyone that has a rapper with the studio as a tenant above it's just too come on man yeah and there's <laughs> and ultimately you hit on it the connectivity yes the connectivity the connectivity of doing a podcast yeah. the connectivity of of having orion come to the crib maybe like not even 20 episodes deep for myself yeah yeah and yeah. he comes through sits down and talks with me and then he felt comfortable enough with our interaction despite that we had met years before that at yeah. rock the bells to tell me yo come through i want to sit down and talk with you on my joint mm. and then and then eventually going on to to collaborate to form the arc uh the arc the audio rap club mm. there's a connectivity and then going all the way down the line to the point where um i get introduced to efn through orion 
mm-hmm. and then you arrive, and then EFN sits down on the podcast with me, and then he puts me on to the stuff that he's producing as far as podcast. So it's crazy. There is a connectivity there, bro, and it's. I mean, yo, like the way that y'all held like held down the media, the journal, the journalism side of Miami hip hop is amazing, bro. Like I love, appreciate that. I love listening to Orion's episodes. He's you're an animal when it comes to it. You're 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 a great interviewer, man. Shoddy is the thing with, with Shoddy and H2O. There's like different context there mm. because these are like same thing with Orion too, but older older like heads have been at it for like even five six years longer than me I'd be looking at them in a different light because it's like mad admirable I love hip hop so much bro yeah. I love hip hop so fucking much that like when I hear these old stories it just blows my mind dog yeah. and like and uh I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, dog. I, I don't think y'all. I don't think that, that it, means it was a lot. that bad of a shot, yo. It means a lot. No, see, that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a shot, so that's why I had. I'm like, you had. We had talked about doing this, and you're like, yo, you could ask me about any line, because every every line I can break it down and I explain to you exactly what it was that in the, the the thought process and what was on my mind for me to say that. Mm. And the only, and I really, I mean, it's all self-explanatory for me because. I, I'm, I'm in tune, so I know that when you say Bazooka Tooth in reference to H, my favorite line. he's yeah. a big Aesop fan, so Ace. that makes sense to me. That's why I was so fucking here. Exactly. Mm. So, I, so I, I follow. I'm in the midst of it. I'm, I'm in the midst of it, and I follow it, so I know. But the one thing that I was kind of, like, unsure of, which if it was the intention, that's cool, too. But, um, yeah, so I was like, ah, I wonder what he meant by that. Da, da, da. So you broke it down. You said it. I mean, hey, listen. Hey, man. We're doing our thing. This is Bruce B's and East. Maybe I know your podcast. Hopefully he brings it back, revises it. Um, he had me on the round table, so I can't front. Who's no, no, the round no. Table? I'll tell you, man. I'm not, I'm not sure if I want to do Maybe I Know Your Podcast anymore, bro. Okay. Because, because I made the decision, bro. All right, this is the thing. So I was in California, right? And then... You know, my my OGs is is Mowgli and Joey. Got you, right? Yep. And I, you know, I'm, I'm here thinking like, yo, maybe I'll do episode 51 in Arizona by Area 51. You know, like no, nu- nu- numerical significance. But yeah. then, but then I was thinking like, you know, I'm watching this interview by Eminem, right? Mm. And Drake too. I'd be watching mad hip hop interviews. Okay. And, and and the way that. I feel like the format should be as far as addressing issues is addressing in the music first if you are primarily a hip-hop artist. Don't be running off at the mouth in interviews and then drop a track. Or Twitter and then... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not in the bar, not in the song. You just commented. Don't be commenting, bro. Like, drop it on a record first and then you can elaborate. Correct. You know, in conversation format. So I'm like, yo, I got some things to say, but I ain't trying to do a whole podcast by myself in my van in the woods. Let me just... Let me bring it back, bro. And that was a that was a heavy moment for me. I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm going to have to start getting at these motherfuckers with the bars, bro. Because I tried to be kumbaya for 15 years, bro. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? And... Yeah, that shit doesn't work, man. It, it don't work. Like, the nicest people, the friendliest motherfuckers, like... It don't well, work, bro. Especially in hip-hop, bro. Like, in hip-hop, you got to be, like, in people's faces. In people's faces, yo. Mind, bro. Like... As soon as you're out of sight, like they forget about. Yeah. Si tú te pones como azúcar, se te comen las hormigas, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's bars. And, and uh, bro, you try to be kumbaya, what happens? You're gonna end up living in a van in the mountains, questioning your life decisions, bro. And then all no. it takes is a couple records, and now mother things change real quick, you know. And if we're talking like therapy, like there's moments in therapy where you sit there and and you talk to, you talk to the person that's there to to kind of like help you through things. And there's com- there's moments where the con- it's conversation, and then there's moments in therapy where like uh, shouts to the Fresh Prince where they like the couples therapy where they both had the foam the soft foam swords, 
and then they would say things to each other and then hit yeah. each other. Yeah. So there's there's d different avenues of therapy. Sometimes the release is real passive, explained through words, and then sometimes the, the release is very aggressive. Yeah. The point is, is that if you find yourself in a better place, ultimately that's what it comes down to. I'm in a definitely a better place. I can't say the same for everyone, but Bro. I'm definitely in a better place, yo. Well, we're in a really good place. We're at Lincoln Beards Brewing. Um, without hesitation, we got to get into the rest of the podcast. I mean, just because Art's been here before doesn't mean we ain't going to do the brews, the beats, and the eats. My man. So, yo, y'all stay tuned. Brews, beats, and eats the podcast. Got a lot more to come. Art, thousand. In this. Hey. Beast and Easter podcast. We have reached the bruise section. I still got art with me. Yeah. The new co-host thousand. Me and him are working on something. We're gonna do a joint podcast, maybe. I don't know if he allows me. Um, we're here at the bruise <laughs> segment. For those of you who've been here before, you know what's up. This is the segment where my guest, in this case Art, yeah. samples four different beers, gives us his uh. thoughts on them, uh, while I give you some stats. If anybody, and for those of you who haven't, you need to go back and check out the Artifacts episode, Bruce Beast and He's the Podcast, the first time Art pulled up. Um, he had you There you'll hear all the uh, early beer memories. You'll hear um, what, he, what he's drinking nowadays, which that might have changed, so we might bring that question back. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, a little bit of everything. So, um, Art, once again, man, you find yourself in front of the flight. Yes. Flight class has right. begun. All right, I'm ready. Um, left to right. All right. All right, left to right. Um, as you take your time with each one, give us your thoughts on them, and then I'll let the people know some interesting facts about the beer. Okay. Or at least how much alcohol they contain and what style they are. So go ahead and get into that first one. All right, here we go. Yes, sir. Cheers, guys. For real. A little sip. Mm -hmm. Shout out to No Emotion. Beer, yes. beer, 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 beer. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you just heard that play before we got into this. Mm. So that one right there is Lincoln Beers Brewing. It's... Well, actually, all these are Lincoln's beers. All right. That's where we're at. We're paying respect to the, the situation, the location. Uh, Morning Glory. Morning they're, Glory. They're blonde ale. And mm. it clocks in at a 4.8% ABV. You know, when I was in my van, I had the American flag hung on my van. And right. I would wake up in the morning and just look at Old Glory. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I love puns. Yeah. And this makes the beer just that much more satisfying. Because it was great already. I would love the name of it. Gotcha. Morning Glory. Dope. I had a bitch named Old Glory. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yo, 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 you know what, what's good about this beer? I would I would drink this like after like working all day and being like just tired and mad sweaty. You need to cool down. This is one of those beers that's something like a, a to refresher. recuperate from a long day's work. Yeah, the beer tastes Grinding. better after you work. Yeah. And I would probably drink something like that, you know? It kind of so, reminds me of like a St. Pauli's girl. Yeah, okay. Kind of like that, or maybe a Grosch or something. Okay. You know? Dope. I like that, Dope. man, for sure. Excellent, excellent. As you can tell, I had to get rid of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, you couldn't <laughs> let it exist no longer. But there's no. a lot more here. Pull up to Lincoln's Beer Brewery. Uh, let's get into the second one. All right. Uh, this is the Chet Belgian Triple. Mm. This one yes. actually has a little more weight to it. And when I mean weight, I'm talking about the ABV jumps up okay. from a 4.8 to a 9 point, wait, to a 9%. Do you know what? So we doubled. Damn, so what is ABV? Damn. What is it? Alcohol by volume. Alcohol by volume, okay. Yes, so it's, it's, it's the fucked up factor, if I, could, if I could use that term. I know um, a Sadat X would use that when he did his wine connoisseurs vlog. Uh, let, let me write something here. Yeah, a ABV, a.k.a. 
F U F. Yeah, fucked up factor. Right. Now I can't say I took that, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna adapt the the phrase also. So that's a triple. Uh, they're Chet Belgian. Okay. Give that one a shot. Let me know what you think. Yo, shout oh, out to man. Belgium. I took a quick whiff of this. Yeah, shout out to Belgium. For whatever reason. They got the best it's waffles. People out there, man. Is it? Yeah. You've been out there, huh? No. Oh, have you been out there? Or they're just your peoples. Oh, just my people. Okay. Man. Big big fan base supporting out there. Big mm-hmm. fan of waffles. Okay. You know yeah. Belgian beers. Belgian Brussels sprouts. Are you mm-hmm. fucking with Brussels sprouts? Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that where Cheddar Bay biscuits come from too? They might be. Cheddar Bay biscuits. Does it? I don't know. It might be. Yo, I know not, you're a fan. Look up to Belgium. Bro. Now I'll right, be just be thinking doing... of rhyme schemes for everything, yo. You said Brussels sprouts, and I'm here like, Brussels sprouts. People trying to hustle clout. What's this about? Bro, and here I am fucking up. I'm interrupting like what could be a dope song you could be working on right now. It's always working, bro. Okay. Matter of fact, the more that happens, the more I can rap about. There you go. But yo, I'm going to tell you, man. What you think? This one is like... uh. How would you describe the flavor? It's kind of like tangy. Can y'all tell that I'm a little slurring right now? I'm a lightweight, bro. But I am a heavyweight. But anyway, uh, it's a little, I don't know, yo. It's like. It's got a distinct taste. Yeah, like th- this will probably be balanced out by like. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm get on my fancy right now. Mm-hmm. You would have to eat this after eating like. We drink this after eating maybe something with like a lot of melted cheese or something. Okay. Got you. Know, you. you know what maybe I mean? Like the blue moon, yo. Mm. Let me see. Yeah, there's a zestiness to it. Yeah. Okay. Shit, shouts to Blue Moon. Cut the check. Mm-hmm. Bang. Another one down. Um, I actually low-key like this one more than this one. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you're going to find that Belgians have more of a characteristic. Like, there's more of... They have a... Yeah, they have a they, they have character more yeah. than a blonde. Blonde, like you said, you're already comparing that to a St. Pauli girl or, or a Grosch. Those are all, like, in you know the vein of the same, like, light lager. Uh, but this one definitely has more body to it. You know what you remind me of right now? You ever seen Ratatouille? You ever seen the movie Ratatouille? No, I, I'm familiar with it, but I haven't seen. I haven't sat through the whole movie. Uh, there's a scene where he, he he tells his his friend another rat, right? Mm-hmm. To like eat a piece of strawberry, and he just eats it without even enjoying the taste, and he gives him another one. Like, wait, just enjoy it. Let the taste buds, and the background turns black, and you see swirls everywhere. And he's like, now, what does that taste like? It's his first time his friends discovering flavor. Yeah. You remind me of that right okay, now. I'm just okay, there like shit, yo. Disney cut the check. You need to put a green screen in the background. <laughs> you have to play like, that in uh, the background. Uh, Fuck thousand with the ideas, yo. For real. It's a thousand thoughts, man. I'm, check for me too, man. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna change it up a little bit um and halfway through here. Okay. Um, um like I said, uh those who've who've listened to episodes before, if not, go back and listen to the first art episode. Okay. You'll get to know, like I said, early beer memories. But at this point what I'm do I'm gonna ask you, one of the questions I am gonna throw in here is what are you drinking nowadays? Saint Pauli's girl. Okay. Yeah. Saint Pauli's girl okay. is uh you know, I, I, I be uh, just kicking back and enjoying beers with, like, people that mean a lot to me. Like, my pops, you know, mm. I'll, I'll drink a beer with Thousand when I go chop it up with him. And, like, St. Pauli's girl, you never forget your first girl, you that's know? The, that's the tagline. And uh, <laughs> Hollandia's too, bro. Hollandia's Oof, Hollandia's. How can I forget? Yeah. You know, like, watch Hollandia's and St. Pauli is just, I have a little Navarro across the street from my crib. And they sell that shit Almost every day, son. Wow. Like, wow. So those are like the main two that I fuck with when it's not like craft beers. And- got you. Got you. I go, I go, I go, I go, I go. I need to take a coach to Miami like Don Shulett and meet with 
my father with a case of Hollandia so me and my pops could be cooler. Ain't been calling him too much. Yo, so shouts out to Hollandia, yeah, man. Yeah, majorly underestimated. And Mowgli too, because really... he put us onto it. Yo, speaking yeah. up, that's what I was gonna say. That's if what I was gonna say. Mowgli, I would never have heard of fucking Hollandia, bro. <laughs> I had I had encountered it at the corner store. Never tried it. It was until I got up with Mowgli, uh, first episode of season two, yeah. and he was like Hollandias, the Hollas. So the Hollas, and then down the line, it dawns on me that um, Medalla, which is a Puerto Rican beer, a mm. light lager. It's medallas, and I was like, hollas, and then medallas, M-E-D-A-L-L-A, and I was like, fuck, hollas and dollars. Like, there's something there between the hollas of Hollandia and dollars for medallas. I like that, yo. Something's going to come from it. Let me find Let me find out you be writing bars, too, old head Ed. I'm sure you got some bars in the, you know, just folded in a paper in your wallet, bro, like Eminem. He actually does, yo. <laughs> Thousand know what's up. Little remnant, little remnant. Bam. So you're drinking, you're drinking St. Pauli Girl drinking. now. Dope. Let's get into this third beer. All right, talk to me. All right, this third beer is your av... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Avenge Me Irish Red. Avenge Me Red? Yeah. No, Red Head Ed. You're old Head Ed. No, there's two, yeah, there's two different. Shouts to Red Head Ed, though. Yes. Um, this is this is a uh, a red or uh, it would be an amber ale, mm-hmm. and uh, clocks in at a four point eight percent. I've always been a fan of brown beers like the Sam Ad- uh, Sam Adams and Fat Tires. Mm-hmm. And I've always liked brown beers. I always feel like they're just more there's more that goes into it. I don't know why they're darker. I'm not, I'm not sure how the hops be working out like that. But uh, all right, I like the way this tastes more than these two off rip. Okay, and uh, let me see. Hey. Shouts out to Conor McGregor. I'm sorry about your loss, bro, but, you know. You win some, you lose some. Avenge me, Irish Red. <laughs> <laughs> and go buy some of his whiskey. He's fine, bro. People are buying his whiskey. As much as that might have hurt his ego, the money's still rolling in. Have you seen the meme of Bernie Sanders sitting in the chair with... At the hospital while he's inside there? <laughs> <laughs> they need to stop. Yo. They, they honestly yo, they need to stop. The internet is so good. You seen the one that's crocheted the uh, the Bernie Sanders crochet? No, yo, no, my no, God, bro. No. People have so much time on their hands. They act like life is hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, it is not. It is not. Let me see. Bang. Mm. I like this, yo. You fuck with that Shout one, Shout out to this one, for Okay, sure. so that's taking a strong lead, a commanding lead. Yes. Got, and, they, and I've noticed they've gotten progressively better. It's funny because, like, remember how last time we linked? Mm-hmm. Can we tell that story already? Can I tell the story? Please do. Please do. All right, so check me out, right? So when Old Head Ed came through the last time, right? That was my first time meeting Old Head Ed. Mm. And he comes through to my spot, and I, and I dap him up, right? And we walk into my spot, right? And right there, I get a text from my, from my mother, right? And she was like, yo, check out what just came in the mail. And she took a picture of this paper that came in the mail that told me that I, I became a free man. I got let off probation, which I was supposed, I was scheduled to be on probation till April. Mm, okay. And then I was going to fuck shit up because I was going to be a really a free man. I can just go hard, right? Mm-hmm. But when you came in to do our, our, our Bruce Beats and East episode, prior to you pressing record, I just got put on to the fact that I, I became a, a free man. I completed my probation, right? Yeah. So the beers hit different, bro. That's why all my responses are, what do you think of this beer? I'm like, bro, this is just beer. I'm happy this beer exists right now. I'm just enjoying this with old head ed. You know what I'm saying? And, and my responses were low-key, like not even that informative because the context behind it was just I was in a state of happiness, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm happy you were there. I'm bro, happy we were there it. for that, man. That, it's amazing. Ah, hey, that. thousand MVP, thousand. bro. Yes. 
All right. Hey, this was good. I like this, man. Okay. You got an ill format, cause this is like I appreciate that. You, you, you get people feeling feeling nice, yo. Yeah, <laughs> and and I have I have received um, criticism or, or constructive criticism about uh, some people be like, yo, you should do the you should do the bruise at the beginning, so it loosens people up. And I was like, nah, but I want mm-hmm. people I want people to be able to like speak what you know talk about whatever it is they do in the most professional manner possible. Once we get the professional bi- the business out the way. Then we get into the nonsense, and, and that's where we're at right now. Don't you love when people just tell you how you should do your shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, it, it, I, I take it as it comes as, a, as you know, it's it's a uh, it's constructive criticism. It's like, yo, I know you just dropped this track already with the video, but you know what would be dope? Yeah, I can't compare my <laughs> podcast to a track that you would put together for sure. I, I, I'd be that would be just foul of me. But uh, let's get into this fourth and final okay. beer. This is. Lincoln Beards Brewings Patrick Swayze You might have Oof. tried this one already That's Yes exactly what that is. It's an IPA Oh so it's the The big brother And the little brother This is the The Fonte um, <laughs> Fonte Ninth Wonder <laughs> Yo shout out <laughs> and to Big Poop <laughs> Yo yo Lord of the Rings Right they're, Okay They're sitting at the bar And one of the hobbits Comes back with a big ass cup You know hobbits Are little people mm-hmm, Right mm-hmm. So this is like A regular glass to them But then like but then, uh, shouts out to us versus the buff. I, I, I won't say why, but yo, <laughs> but he deserves shouts regardless. Yo, that's gonna make the vlog though. Damn. Let's just say that you know, if something leaks, that was yeah. cup, it, it wasn't unintentional, all right? Yeah, but yo, check me out, right? Like, he, he comes up with this big ass cup of beer, it's like a big bucket of beer in mm-hmm. front of one of the hobbits, and he goes, What's that? and the guy goes, A whole half pint. <laughs> Yo, to them, a half pint is a large amount. So an entire half pint instead of a whole pint. Yeah. And that's J.R.R. Tolkien's finesse of writing the English language. Yeah. A whole half Half pint. pint. It's a whole half pint. So I'm like, yo, this must be what Bilbo be drinking every day right here. This little cup. This little cup right there. So shouts out to Patrick Swayze and J.R.R. Tolkien. (laughs) Two-handed and everything. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. I love this beer. I had, I allegedly had this before we started. Allegedly, but, but that doesn't mean he's not going to share his opinion on how he feels about it. So we're going to get into that. You know what's crazy about IPAs? They say I don't know who they are, but they out there. But they say if you drink IPAs, you might be a sociopath. And I love IPAs. Does that? I don't know. But yo, mm, IPAs, bitter beer, but I like it, bro. No. And but 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 no lie, my favorite was this one. Gotcha. Um, the it was the Avenge, Avenge Me, Me Irish. Yes, Avenge Me Irish Red was the standout. But I'm going to enjoy this. Appreciate you getting this. Hey, I, I appreciate you doing this again. Huh? I don't know if I mentioned it or not. I mean, the conversation's been flowing. That's the Patrick Swayze, the P. Swayze. It's an IPA, 6.7% ABV. Yeah. Bye. So what we have here so far, so all right. So we already know what the number one is, is the Avenge Me, Avenge Me Irish Red. Yeah. All right, you had the P. Swayze, the Czech yeah. Belgian, and the Morning Glory. Where did those three land? Okay, hold on. So my least... I mean, you know what's funny? Compared to the previous four that you had, like, I don't know if it's the state, the space that I'm in right now, but I liked all of these, bro. Okay. So, like, the the IPA, it's hard to compare apples and oranges. You, ever, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but I want to say the Avenge Me the Red was my favorite. Okay. The second one was the first one, Morning Glory. Got you. Right? And then after that, I will say the IPA and then the Tangy. The Tangy kind of threw me the off, tang- remember? Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. that's my order, bro. Fuck. Yeah. There it is. We just ran through the bruise. Art Marrera. There's more to come. Let's talk these bees. We're gonna talk about these videos he's been putting together. Yeah. We cheers. got more. Cheers. 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 Shout to us versus the buff again. Cheers, cheers guys. Thousand up in this. Cheers. Uh, salute to Eminem. Roll. Mm. Hey, role model out now.
Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Art Marrera, still in this. We've reached the beats portion. For those who haven't been here before, this is where we talk, my guests, musical taste, what they're listening to nowadays. Um, there's been an onslaught of videos that have been dropped and, and captured uh, by this man to my right. So we're going to talk about that too. But before we get into that, I have to ask, Art, what are you listening to nowadays? Two albums, the Slim Shady LP and Capital Punishment. On, wow. re- on repeat. Okay. Because hip-hop okay. was better in the late 90s. I'm not going to argue with that, <laughs> considering that that was the era that I I kind of like... It was a coming of age that went along with hip-hop music. But go ahead. I'll let you, I'll let you, I'll let you expound on that. Bro, first of all, Capital Yo, Punishment. Talk to me, Thousand. What's up, bro? Between those two, which is... Well, that's kind of... I know what you're going to say. Which one's what? Better? Yeah, to you. But I just realized, because these are you, Eminem. All right, I got you. Look, so I just turned 34, right? And I can tell you that... All right. Slim Shady LP and Capital Punishment. Can't describe how much that shit meant to me, which is a bar on Time Away. Y'all should go check that out. Capital Punishment hit me so hard because I am a Hispanic American. And I, I, I got into hip-hop, and my cousin, Macho, was like, Yo, Fat Joe, Big Pun, you should check these guys out. They kind of resonate with me. They'll resonate with you. And he was older. And uh, Still Not a Player had recently came out because it was like 2002 and Pun had already passed away. Isn't it crazy how Pun passed away and then I get put onto him, which is what y'all must be going through now because everybody's dying off of opiates, right? You know, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of what, you know, I've always been like into MF Doom but never followed his catalog like that until now. And now I'm just like, I feel like I missed a big part of Because around that time, bro, it was the whole... Uh, Rhyme sayers, death jokes. Yeah. So that's what I was heavy on back then. Yeah. And I was just missing. Like I went to see MF Doom live, even you know. But yeah. I was there more for the locals, for literats to recognize and. Gotcha. So. You just MF Doom now, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like. Damn, it captures like, what Art was just describing yeah, you know? as that you, once they pass away, it's like when you realize how much, even despite the fact that you know them, how much do you really know them? And then you just appreciate it more. There's there's a level of appreciation. I think that's yes. what the, that's what it comes down to. It's like, yo, this person no longer exists. So their life is they, they live it's through no this music. It's no longer alive. And so they, they not exist. They exist. So they live through what they left behind, which is yeah. these works of art. Bro, you just made me want to update my role model uh, description. I put rest in peace idea on there because I can't believe I forgot about that. Mm. Yo, rest in peace, MF Doom. Rest in peace, idea, bro. Yes. Yo, during those times, I was on my Atmosphere shit, too. I was on my Atmosphere and Aesop Rock binge, right? Mm. And then I got put on to the Brother Ali. Mm. and uh, That was another big one, man. Shadows on the Sun. Shadows yeah. on the Sun, right? Um, yo, let me tell you, man. When Big Pun was... When I was put on to Big Pun, it changed my life. But equally as significant was the Slim Shady LP, bro. And remember MCBattles.com? At emceebattles.com and then there was the 305.com with the, the we had the forum and that was like our meeting place right shouts out to Dro I was okay I right, was waiting right. for you to say because I always get it confused with the 305 and 305.com nah. so 305.com is the Look. one that I'm familiar with that David Rosario was pumping um, the first time I heard of uh, was I supposed to say his full government name I don't know that might make no me check switch. me out check me out I got you Look. David Rosario 305hiphop.com was ran by Philip Banks okay and the banner on top the of the website. From, uh, Yo, the no, 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 okay. no, no. <laughs> from Fresh Prince? Not Fresh Not Prince, no, look. I'm okay, talking okay. about Fill Up Banks. Got you. Which was a beautiful play on words. Okay? Yes. 
Philip Banks. Shouts to him. That's crazy, right? Yo, this nigga's banner on top of the website was his eyes photoshopped looking down on the city of Miami. Crazy. And then Dro with the 305.com. But anyway, mcbattles.com was where we watched all the Sage Francis battles, the slug with the smiley face on his stomach battles, Scribble Jam, Scribble Jam, mm-hmm. Idea, uh, Blaze Battle, all those were reposted on mcbattles.com. So, so me in high school, because I got into high school 2001, right? 2002 is when I got put onto Eminem. So I was already familiar with the fact that I wanted to become uh, into hip-hop, but I wasn't sure who I wanted to emulate, right? Gotcha. So my cousin plays Big Pun, and then he plays Eminem, mm-hmm. right? But I was only vaguely familiar with the Aesops and the Slugs, right? Okay. So I was kind of in this Libra scale of, like, what road do I want to go down? This direction, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's in- insane. You listened to Def Jux and all before Eminem? Because before Eminem and, and Big Pun, it was uh, just radio rap, the MF Dooms and uh, DMXs, whatever it was on 99 Jams, right? Yeah. Remember the DMXs, yeah. DMXs, the the Ja Rules. Yes, yes. Yeah, just like and that. G Unit, yeah, yeah. Got no, you. no, well, not before June. Before June. No, that's right, because June was later, 2003, 2004. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. M- uh, uh, Method Man, uh, DMX, Big Pun, right? Mm-hmm. And then Adult Swim, and I'm listening to like underground rap that I didn't realize I became a fan of till later, right? Okay. So then Capital Punishment bro, crazy listening back to it as an adult, you know how you you hold on to albums when you're a kid and then time passes and then you revisit them as an adult? Yeah. Well yo, Capital Punishment I bumped that on repeat on the way back to Florida because I was like I just dropped time away. I just became the goat because of Murder Mountain, as, as, because because of what what people are saying, right? So I'm like, yo, they, hold what on. They are saying. I'm like, yo, where do I want to go with the rest of my career, dog? Like, where do I want to go with? How do I want to approach this? Let me revisit back my roots. So I've just been binging on early M and on Pun, and Eminem and Big Pun, in my opinion, grasped the English language better than any battle rapper on a major level right I'm a rapper I would say fuck battle rap like just to Bro. me like Big Pun that album it's like 25 tracks of just back to back like and the skits not, not back. one song bro yeah. not one even the still not a player I like the original one more but even it's still not a player. That's his most jiggy, like you know, quote unquote. I guess. Like, yeah. And yo, watch even dreams like bro, Jordan the sort and batter your team. Come on, bro. Like, it's, dude, that like Adam album. and Eve in the garden. Come on, yo. Yeah. I would have to, you know, like same argument with because those two albums are big to me. I yeah. would have to go more big fun just because I caught on to him. It took me a while. Like I was telling him earlier, like. But Big Pun, dude, that whole album is just... And you don't get that now anymore. We Like, people don't make tracks with 20-plus albums. I was going to say, because back then you wanted to make sure that the, the, the consumer got his money's worth. So you tried your best to put out a bunch of songs. Because, you, you, I mean, you wanted people to feel justified in the fact that they were spending $14, $15 yeah. on an album. Right. And, and Oh, you just brought up a great point, Ed. Because... Nowadays, it finally happened. It finally happened. <laughs> All this time, and I finally bring up a good point. Tell them, Art, tell them. No, well, li- well, listen. Like, every song nowadays costs either 99 cents or 129 Whereas back then, a CD cost, what, $17? But yeah. these guys are dropping 23-track albums, mm-hmm. which is less than a dollar per song, per track. And we're complaining about 99 cents. We actually got 20, 20 cents more than what they used to get. Before the label got their share, mm. so we tripping, dog. Yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> no, I think it's just another form of like when you really break shit down of like you have to make 
like but also you Spotify have Spotify takes like a fraction like they'll give you like a fraction of a penny that's how yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah there's a breakdown that's nasty and as far as it's kind of like the same back then it was the same shit if you're on a record label you'll the probably points, you'll be the lucky you if get. you get like a dollar out of the 13 dollars that someone spent yeah there was no way you were gonna get that that's why and you had to be established at that point I know RZA mentions it when he's like we got so many points on a song and that wasn't normal back then but and and when he was like yeah we got so many points on a song that meant that 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 meant that he got like a whole like tens tenths of a dollar as opposed to a penny on a dollar but yo but yo like when you're independent which is why i admire this the the lps and the atmospheres and the asops because when you go indie bro you keep all that shit bro Mm. and shouts out to Bandcamp. Because I took all my shit off streaming platforms for like a couple months, and you bought some of my tapes, which meant the world to me, dog. Okay? Gotta support it. Gotta support it. So like, I'd rather just sell my shit on Bandcamp and get popping on Instagram today, because it's all indie anyway. Yeah. And sell merch on Instagram, which is coming soon. But like, yo, compared to major labels, you trade the exposure for the profit margin. Mm-hmm. So what's really more mm-hmm. more important? I would say is the exposure, because once you build a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand fans. And you could bring them into your world and just say like yeah. Spotify, yes. like you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So solid. So, so like doing that versus what's going on today, where nowadays us artists are more focused on how to hack the algorithm to get yep. some to get some album listens. Yes. Because we ain't eating, we're suffering from malnutrition. And it's like I feel like I'm I'm stopping art from putting together a fire EP right now. We're just gonna shut down this podcast now because he, he's performing. He's a, he should be right now writing this down. I don't, I don't write shit down, bro. All right, then don't write it down. You then. can open your notebook back up. And All right. Keep it. <laughs> but yo, man, Slim Shady LP, Capital Punishment. That's what I'm binging on. That's Got like you. the that's like the yin yang of my current Musical. playlist right now. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So. Let's talk about Real quick before we jump Out of this one And get into these eats um, Because The famish is spreading Across this table (laughs) Starting with thousand Uh, You just made me think Of a bar bro (laughs) You ain't my my fam You just famish (laughs) (laughs) I love that I'm I'm gonna write it down Because I have to write it down He don't have to Um, Yes That's outlandish Let's talk about let's Let's talk about and I'm saying it in both languages, like Spanish. Both languages. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> yo, cheers hey. on that. Cheers on that. Yo. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I'm going to get Spanish. Fuck with me and you'll vanish. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's talk about... You've been capturing... We're going to talk about music and the music that's coming out of South Florida. We might as well talk about it. We're here. I, I, I love to represent. Like I said, this podcast brought me into circles where I got to know people and and uh, learn about their music. And and uh, coming up in South, coming up early, late '80s, early '90s in South Florida, I felt that there wasn't enough music that related to me, and so I would miss a lot of it. And now I find myself in a place years down the line where I'm like, this is what I wish I had in high school. But I'm glad, nonetheless, that I'm still here to witness it. Um, and, you, and you're capturing a lot of these visuals, whether it's... Um, oh, shit, where do I start? I mean, Dead Birds. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Shouts out to Shoddy. Shouts out to Shoddy. And Mowgli. Que lo que. Uh, Mowgli and DJ Exus off the Wolf and the Eagle is Dead. Woo! Or is it the Eagle and the Wolf or, de- or Die in the End? The Eagle and the Wolf both die, die at, at the, the end, end bro. All right. Uh, ca- man, that that, that's it. Yes. In front of the corner store, in front of the bodega, kids are riding their bike. 
I, I'm sure that those kids should have been out at that hour at night, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, those kids were mad cool, man. Those I imagine for you to capture them, there was like there had to be somebody you felt the vibe from. Okay, we pulled up and I was like, yo, let's film there. And that's the way it should be. But like, I pulled up, I'm like, yo, let's film here. And as we pull up, these, these, these young kids, like these young guys, they pull up, right? And I'm like, yo, let me just kind of make sure that everything's kosher, right? So I pull up on them, holding my camera like this, and I'm like, yo, we're about to film a music video. Y'all cool with your bikes being in the shot and shit? They hit me with the shoulder shrug. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because kids are just down to just, yo. Shouts out to the, to the new generation, bro. So anyway, we're filming, right? And, bro, when you capture regular life, life is dope, dog. You don't need a big production. You ever seen an overproduced music video? It is the worst. It's such a waste of fucking money. But, yo, you capture regular life with everyone's consent, and mm. magic just God be coming through bro mm. and just make the just makes the magic moments happen yeah you yes yo yes. God just be coming through bro God is the real creative it's director it's just a matter of whether you're able to recognize it when it happens shouts out to recognize yo Bruce Beast and East alumni <laughs> peace Rec yeah. Um, yeah that's right I forgot about that yeah I had Rec on here yeah man oh. yeah man Rec <laughs> anyway yes so you're saying magic happens when you document organic life bro and uh those kids was with it when i'm filming excess's verse right mm -hmm. with the lens all up in the trail mix bag and mm -hmm. shit i turn up okay so mowgli's rapping right and i'm like hey yo you mind if i film the bikes real quick and the the, the homie on the on the phone in the video yeah was like yeah so i kind of do a little loop around and then the timing of the lyrics i walk away from the speaker so i don't hear what mowgli's saying mowgli goes uh, something about kids goofing off Some shit like that And it's just the, the, the symbolism Of young kids goofing off Goes so well With these young kids Just living their life Going into the corner store Real quick Yeah And I just love how shit Serendipity is crazy bro mm. And yeah. it is what it is bro Like shouts out to those Shouts out to those homies And DJ XS Is so dope dog He be spitting these Wise man raps That I was like When I'm typing yeah. When I'm typing the lyrics out For the closed captions It makes you like really appreciate the words you know yeah you know yeah. what I love about that is that excess uh, is like he's a DJ you know like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know he rapped when people that don't really try to rap rap better than the people that are going all out yes it's just yes. like it's just you know what I'm saying yeah. to me it's yes. just like oh, it's just great DJ Excess, future Bruce Beast and these alumni yeah, that's 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 the very same thing for those who've been tuned into the podcast and know you know the first thing I told Mowgli when we sat down, when we started talking about the eagle and the wolf, it's like, yo, like, people should be concerned with a guy that whose name starts with DJ. And raps better than you. Should, there should be a concern. <laughs> I said it. Y'all go back. Check the tape. Um, what do you have? Can, can you share with us what do you have coming up as far as capturing more visuals for music videos? If you're willing to share. All right. It's great. It could be some old, you know, I'll, secret shit. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. All right. So, look. Ever since Kendall vs. Hylia, my opinion, the brand of Miami hip-hop went up. It, it, it went way the fuck up. Mm. Not because of the numbers that came in. None of that. It's mm. just about how solid everyone was moving to an extent. I can't speak for everybody. But, like, overall, the brand of Miami hip-hop skyrocketed. So, we need to capitalize on that. And people be hanging out more on Instagram 
than on YouTube, in my opinion. Instagram is like the main social media. People be sharing family photos and all that, right? So why don't we just film visuals, put it on there, get people to recognize who we are and how talented our pen is. And I got all this gear. When I was working two jobs on probation, I stocked up on all this gear because God would be coming through. And then I have all this gear. I'm surrounded by, I'm blessed to be around just incredibly talented motherfuckers. So why don't we just capitalize on that, yo? And I'm used to living in a van, so I ain't on, so on no bougie shit. I'd rather just be mobile and get shit done, yeah. right? So videos are coming out. Everybody is finally, because of, because of Kendall versus Hialeah, this is why it's so significant. Because of that, everybody's watching and being like, hold on. Why did this guy win that round? Why not did this that, guy not win this now round? now you got people coming out of the woodworks rapping again all of a sudden. Yes. That yes. are not only rapping, but they're putting visuals to their shit. And they're yeah. Not, you know? So. That's, that's dope. You, the sky, it's skyrocketed. I'm glad you brought up the skyrocket. Like, things skyrocket. I'm going to tie that into Love and Rockets Part 2. I'm going to tie that into MERS. And the fact that MERS on his Twitch live stream. Woo! On his Twitch live stream played Born... Live, die. Yeah. And 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 I've been on a couple of the Twitch live streams from Merz. Uh-huh. And I've seen his interaction with some music that he comes across. And I honestly could feel, I honestly could say that I think he he felt what the product that he was listening to. Yeah. Merz has in a way. Shouts out to Surround, who yes. made that whole shit happen. Pixel Fat. Yes. Shouts out to Surround. Okay. Merz. Yo, I think that dude reported me, so I'm not giving him a shout. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can do is report somebody. Damn, dog. Thousand, you got to move better, bro. <laughs> hey, man. It's all that the WBCC trolling shit. I feel like that dude was just like... Really? That's what that know, came? Man. Oh, I have no damn, idea, dog. but I just got like a little... Can't feeling, deny or confirm it, but we're going to find out. We'll get we'll get hey, surround on here. bro. I'm after you, bro. Watch, bro. You know what's so ironic about... The next, the... Rhyme, around, the next rhyme I write might be about you. Facts. I'll get surround. Check me out, man. So, Merce, right? Merce is a legend. Mm. I've met Merce twice. Okay. Prior to him getting on Twitch. Did, wait, did you tell him you would no. like H did? Why would I say that? <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. Wait, where did there's that a story. Why does, why does H say this shit, bro? There's a, there's a story behind that. Shouts to H. WBCC, Sightflight Radio, two nah, nights a week. Nah, nigga. Shouts out to Uncle talk. Luke, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Freedom of speech. It's, it's H's. Supreme Court led too far. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's H's <laughs> H's historic story damn, about his H. interaction with Merz. But go ahead, go ahead. Oh. My God, where were we? Yo, check this out, yo. So Merz, so Merz, Merz, legend, bro. Wow. Anyway, Merz, legend, bro, legend. Def Jux. I bought this dude's tape. I was such a fan of underground rap that the I end bought. of the beginning. Yes, you know that album by Merce, uh, uh, the, the beginning, the beginning the of the end, beginning of the, the end figurine. Yes, yeah, yeah. with all the action figures, early figure digger shit. shit. Yes, I, I, bro. I got that poster. That song with him and uh, yeah. with him and uh, uh, Shock G. G. Shock G. Yeah, yeah, risky business. Risky business. Risky business. So I've been rocking with Merce since back then, right? And uh, so Merce gets on Twitch, right, and what? does his freestyle. Um, Capabilities with words in the chat, mm-hmm. and I just be, I'm a fan of hip hop first, so I be just tuning in, just watching Merce being alive and rap, right? 
and then surround like he's cool with Merce so he's like yo you gotta check out Art Morera and that happened a few times right right so whatever right so I dropped Cold Weekend Kendall and that really fucked everybody up and uh nah you ain't getting that beat bro but yo check me out right nobody getting my instrumentals y'all need to stop asking me but yo listen make something sound very similar so I drop so, so I hit up Merce in the chat what's up Merce Yo, Art, what's up, man? You got anything new for us? I swear to God, I was this close to pasting Cold Week and Kendall. But I didn't want to do them. I didn't want to do wreck like that. No, but it wouldn't have worked out. You know why? Because there's a lot of context missing. Yes. I'm glad you did it. But there's, there's that and also, and also I got too much respect for Merce to hit to sideswipe him with taking shots at Wreck and Mayday because of Merce Day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what, bro? Check out Born Live Die, bro. This is a more win-win situation. No one gets offended. I applaud you for doing that. Yes, yes, out of respect, right? But the best part about it, and it's not him hearing my verse. I want motherfuckers to know about Mowgli, and Mowgli's my favorite rapper. And what did he say? He's like, who's, who's this? Who's this? Who's Money Mowgli? Money Mowgli? Who's that, bro? And that verse is top five for me. And I mean, have you heard all of this motherfucker's verses, bro? Like, he just rhymed that I often ponder when I wander in the darkness over yonder If I can conquer my monster in the corner sitting somber If he was any If he What was it? Yo, if he I've was, been telling Ah, my bad, Mowgli Nah, we're gonna play it It's Yo, playing Mowgli right now while we're talking about it Mowgli's If he was any dude, calmer would be cause for alarm But he doesn't cause any harm to anybody but the Arthur Arthur, Arthur yeah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Prince and Popper Yo, Mowgli has his way of like such a Bro, and it just comes out, bro. Yeah, like, he doesn't sit there for days. Like it just, you know, like it just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, shouts to Mowgli. Shouts out to fucking wolf Money sounds. Mowgli. Big bro. wolf sounds right Ow. here. Yo, bro. Merce now knowing who Money Mowgli is was the win of that interaction. And and, and and really, to in my opinion, another win is recognized going to sleep at night knowing that I didn't. Put on his boy to how much I murked that motherfucker. But like, yo, yo, yo I'm pretty sure recognize doesn't give a fuck. Too. Yo, he, yo, you know what, bro? Let me just shut up, bro. Go ahead, bro. What's your next question, bro? Hey, look, yeah. man. <laughs> so let's get back to the question, this yo. Nigga, yo, wreck, yeah, wreck is wreck. I can, I consider wreck like, like someone, uh, really cool dude, real I'm a cool fan, people. Bro. I'm a fan, fan of wreck, This is man. my dude, though, man. You know what I'm saying? No, but at the same, at the same time, it's it's someone through this just bro. through connections. Again, talking about connections, just through connections, someone who I who I witness at, at an early stage do their thing, and then and then shouts to DJ Broke for for making that happen and and, and reaching out to wreck and wreck, not knowing me from nowhere. Um, Don't was worry, like yo, he I'll do like it. So. Ed, don't worry about it, bro. He acts like he oh, doesn't no know worries. a bunch of people, bro. But anyway. No, no, but he didn't know me. He really hey, didn't know me from those. On a lighter note. Yes. <laughs> the videos the you were working on. The true legend is Morty, son. Morty is the true oh. fucking legend, yo. You just mad my dog became a legend before you did. <laughs> Shouts to Morty. Hey. Um, finally, yo, finally. I'm glad you came to yo, your senses, Art. Why is that? Merz asked him, like, yo, I need a picture of your dog. So. Uh, yo, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's yo, legendary right there. Yeah. As soon as Merz gives me a mailing address, I'm going to mail him a framed picture of my dog, Morty. A collage of a Morty. <laughs> Autograph, I am a paw print. Listen, I'm glad you came to your senses and finally, finally gave Morty the credit he deserved. 
Yeah, because I was just. It's, ma- it's like I, you know what it meant to me to see that video end and the, and the credit roll and Morty got the love. Yes. That he he's so he's been deserving for years now. We don't Yo. know where Morty's at right now. Sauce King's got a hold of him. You know? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Sauce King's definitely does not have my dog. Legend has it he still believes the dog in the video is Morty, and I'm just I don't I, I don't want to ruin his fucking perception of reality. So, but shouts out to King Sauce. Shouts out to my dog Morty, and also shouts out to Bella too. Okay. And uh, and not for nothing, bro, but my dog being called a legend says more about the rest of y'all motherfuckers calling yourselves legends than it does my dog, bro. Mm. You know, Morty, so. we made for that mixtape. Morty, get another beer. On yes, that, bro. <laughs> bro. On that note, um, we talked. We talked beats. We talked videos. We talked pun and Eminem. Goats. There's only one thing left to do, and y'all know what it is. If you've been here before, it's the E segment. It's the third part of the name: Bruce, Beats, and East. Art Morera, Ohead Ed. Y'all stay tuned. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. We have reached the Eats portion. Art Marrera. We're actively waiting for Eats right now. For those that are watching through the video, the visuals, through YouTube. Mm. Shouts. I appreciate it. You're already here. You might as well subscribe. Yeah. Hit the notification bell. Yeah. All right. Um, yo, shouts to Conscious Kings. I got to send big love to Conscious Kings. Blup, blup, blup. Got the uh, the gear going. Y'all get over to ConsciousKings.com. Go cop the gear. Got Cop the merch. They got a little bit of everything. Summer Summer's coming up. Even though we live in full-time summer here. But summer's coming up. Your, your sandals, your your your, um, your beach towels, all, all the tank tops, everything. Man, woman, and child, everybody's covered. ConsciousKings.com. Yeah. Bringing me back to now the uh, the East portion. No, you know what? Before we get into the East portion, since I went ahead and I dropped Conscious Kings, I had a little bit of the official business. Before we get into this talk, Art, let them know where they can find everything. You mentioned Bandcamp earlier. Where can they find the music? Where they where can they keep up with what you got going on? Yo, Art Morera, Instagram. SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, whatever, bro. Like, thankfully, like, Art Morera is uh, just on everything, bro. Like, wherever it is that you listen to music on or uh, consume your uh, media on, just type in Art Morera, and I, I, I really hope I'm there. Because if someone else is trying to take that, I'm going to have to... So I'm following Art Morera 1. That's not you? Fuck no, it's not me, bro. I'm the one. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk food, man. While we wait for this grub to come through, yeah. uh, let's talk food. I know we, we discussed it. Um, I had the opportunity of, um, of partaking in a, uh, a, un bistela, a, un, a, a pan comité. Comité at Mary's Cafe. Yeah. The, the, the infamous, the famous scene, a shot of a pound cake, yeah. the video. Wow. Uh, later on, infamous, huh? Infamous and famous. I don't know what's what's more fitting. I would say I'd say famous. Famous, the famous, famous location. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there was no infamy back then. Fuck no, yo, man. Shouts to Draz. Shouts and, out to uh, Draz, yo. And so we got that aspect of it. Um, within your recent, within the recent year and a half or so, what, what's what's the meal of choice looking like? Because of course, once you take off to the West Coast, you're not gonna find a Mary's Cafe out there. No, you're not. And. All right, well, so what's the food of choice? I know you stopped on one of your quick IG lives. You stopped at an In-N-Out Burger. That shit was trash. 
<laughs> In-N-Out is not good, bro. I don't know what all the hype is about. That's crazy. I loved it when I was out there. It goes to show that marketing goes further than the actual product. Mm, because mm. In-N-Out was definitely nothing to drive across the country for. Yeah. But home cooking is definitely worth driving is back for. Is called home cooking? No, home cooking. Oh, you're, oh, and, oh got you. In yeah. other words, on the way back, like coming back to eating... Got you. Okay, as far as like a specific spot in mm-hmm. South Florida that I'm looking forward to, uh, that I was looking forward to eating at again, mm-hmm. is Publix. Public subs, bro. Public subs. The chicken tender sub is mm. the that's it, bro. Undisputed. I don't care what y'all say. That and the ultimate might be second place, but gotcha. Publix, yo, California be wildin', son. The food there, low key, is like, and at least in North California, I'm sure LA has some crazy spots, mm-hmm. but North California. The food there just does not hit the same, bro. Okay. I don't know what it is, but as soon as I crossed over into South into Florida and I drove down the panhandle, the food just tasted better. It's probably mm. just all here. Yeah. The first thing I ate was Wendy's when I drove back. Yeah. I, I pull off and went. So I finally crossed the state line to Florida. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in Florida. And everybody got Florida plates, and I don't, don't got a trip no more. Because I drove, unfortunately, with, a, with an expired tag. But when God wants you to get there, you'll get there, bro. Yeah. So I pull off in Wendy's, and I was like, yo, this faux for faux is amazing. So. Yeah. But, but and pu- affordable. And affordable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, nah, but like Florida has 6% taxes versus California's 10% taxes. Mm. And it's just, I don't know, bro. Those pennies just be a little bit of extra seasoning on top. It it's just true. doesn't make the food taste better. It's true. It's yeah. true. <laughs> Which also brings, I'm glad you brought that up about a trip and eating here and uh, home cooking here. When we last spoke, um, you had mentioned about kind of you were gearing yourself up to be able to cook and prepare meals yes. on on the on the hot plate or or uh, through you know in, I mean in in or out of a van but just not rely so much like how did that go for you I know you were practicing the art before you left about like you're whipping up meals on this one hot plate or whatnot how did that go for you well my logic while living in a van was low maintenance right yeah so I'm like all right how large is my stomach it's about the size of this pot right here so so I'm going to use this pot this motherfucker so I'm going to use this pot as a one, I'm going to just make a bunch of one pot meals right mm-hmm. so whenever I wanted to make spaghetti with ground beef I'll cook the ground beef first but ground beef be having a lot of grease right mm-hmm. but grease is hot when it's cooked so I figure I'll add the pasta and let add a little bit of water to preserve water to ration out my water got you right instead of you know how people be a whole pot this big of water then they put some spaghetti in there that's hella excessive mm. people in Flint wouldn't appreciate that so I was like yo let me just put a little bit of water and let the grease in the water cook the noodles then I'll strain everything out gotcha and then I'll add the alfredo sauce and my mushrooms and onions and I'll just chef it up and eat for two days and that was me every day wow yeah wow low maintenance bro yeah hey, you know what when I first went on my the only tour that I ever went on to date was in 2012 I had like seven shows in Florida that I was able to get booked for okay within a week span right and I told my boys I'm like yo let's not eat no fast food let's save money cooking our own food which is not always true sometimes it's just better to because time is money Sometimes it's better to just get the fast food, Taco Bell, fill up your stomachs and get to the venue. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was like, nah, we're going to have some homie, some, some like 
camaraderie building activities in the park and we're gonna cook some shit and none of us knew how to how to like really get some coals going shouts out to my man kimber and my man drew who 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 rode with me on that tour we should have just gone to Publix, bro. We would have had a lot more free time to hit up all the skate shops and drop off my stickers and flyers and shit. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's better to just hit up the fast food in a state like Florida where mm-hmm. in every plaza is a Home Depot and Fireman Subs and just filling food real quick. But when you're up in the mountains where the nearest spot is, like, an hour away, you really got to get down with your firebox stove and your propane cooker and your coolers with meat in it and oh this meat's gonna go bad in two days let me not rush whatever and then my dog's looking at me like hello feed me too motherfucker <laughs> i don't want these dry food all day so i gotta chef up some shit for him too dog is bougie. he's like yo where's the air fryer bro <laughs> <laughs> yo yes exactly yo as soon as i like you know, ignite the propane too. cooker i see his tag his his tail wagon yeah he's like oh i know what's going on i know what's about to go on yeah shout, shouts out to morty the legend <laughs> Dude, so besides home cook cooking God, besides Publix coming back uh what's something else that you've encountered here that you've looked forward to um shit bro let me think the main thing, okay, really, home cooking is the answer, bro. Because to sit with my father, well, break down that home cooking meal. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. It's not about what the view is like as much as who you can see it with. Was what I learned on this trip, mm. right? Mm. You watch. I saw. I saw all these mountains, and these canyons, and these valleys. It got to a point where I didn't even care about taking pictures no more. You about mm. to get it? Or something? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, no, we're no, waiting on the food. Yet. Wait till that shit fire off. Yeah, you just yeah, wait. Yeah. It's f- we got an indicator here. There's some Yo. tacos coming. I just saw some red flash. Yeah, yeah, you thought it was it. You saw the bat signal. Be like, there's food. <laughs> I would say that, like, the most important thing that I'm appreciative of was sh- is sitting down with my family and just eating whatever the fuck they want to feed me. Got you. Because the food tastes better when there's love in it. Yeah. That, that was a flash. You that saw the red flash. flash that, right? that shit's going to go, go all patriotic on us. It's going to be like red, white, and blue. Oh, I can't talk. wait. For those who are listening and not watching the video episode, go to Bruce Bees and East, the podcast at YouTube, and you'll find out. But nah, it's it's our indicator as to, t- to tell us when the food is ready. The irony is going to shine red, white, and blue and let you know that some food is ready and it's Mexican. But like, yo, check me out, man. <laughs> got to build that wall, man. Home c- got to build that wall. <laughs> yo, man, home-cooked food is where it's at, bro. Yeah, regardless what the... So you're going back to it, regarding what the... Regardless of what it is that the plate what's on the plate it's the people around you while you're enjoying it yes. that make it what it is yes because after a while sitting there just just you and your dog you kind of want to feed someone else the food that you made and mm. watch them get nourished from this food that you worked hard to get the money to buy and cook and there's love in that there's sustenance in that activity mm. Mm. and I realized that you know how abuelas be like avísame cuando and then yeah. when and then when you say ahí está, they'll give you one more scoop. Yeah, yeah. You know you know why that is. You know why that is. Because in Cuba, there ain't no food like that. Mm. And and because of communism. Yeah. So the, so everything is scarce. So they come to America where we're in the land of abundance. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? There's more rice. You better eat this rice. Un poquito Mira, yo lo cocina con amor, mi hijo. Como un poquito más. That food is the best hands down. That's why when people pass away, they miss that they can't eat that food no more. Yeah. Even though all the ingredients are in public still, 
your abuela ain't cooking it no more mm. and you better cherish that while she's here that's what i was appreciative of you got know what you, i'm saying got you yeah capture those moments where our abuela is in there cooking yes familiarize yourself with what it is that she's doing so that and they, once she's no longer with us you can still kind of reproduce something that's similar to that shout out to coco long man my grandma used to call a. Uh, you know, the, the rice at the bottom of the pot that's all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what other people call it. Puerto Ricans call it con con. Yo, at the end of like, whenever it pour rice, me and my brother are huge on like, Or pegado, I'm sorry. So it's like, pegado, that's like, what it yo, is. Me and my brother would fight over the cocolón. It's like, oh, it's like, no, nah, let me get some of that cocolón, man. <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to cocolón. Shouts out to abuelas. You know what's crazy? Now that we're talking about cocolón or pegado or con con, uh, depending where you're from, um, I thought about this the other day where it's crazy how undercooked rice tastes the same as overcooked rice. You think so? Yes, because cocolong is, is it's where it gets where it sticks at the bottom and it has a crunch to it. Yeah. Yeah. And people like to throw that in to, to you know, like if they have a, a, some some beans to pour over it, it softens it a little bit. But it's crazy how we won't eat under over undercooked rice, but the, the overcooked rice, we're like, yeah, we're on it. And it has the same texture. Hey. Yes. yes. All right. It wasn't red, white, and blue. <laughs> we got some green. We got green cards. Yes. Green cards. I can't um, wait. Yo, I yeah, love we're gonna tacos. Do this. Yo. I'm going to ask Thousand if he can grab these tacos real quick. Who's ready? We're going to talk about eats while eating eats. Thank you, Thousand. Yes. Yeah. Appreciate I can't it. promise to all be there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, watch. There might be some tacos missing. Yes, yes, I... exactly. All you're going to see is just crumbs in the lower left-hand corner. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yo... He be hitting that protein, bro. So he needs to be nourished, yo. Yes, you seen him? He been getting busy at the gym. Yes. I'm concerned because I, I've been slacking. And I was like, yo, Thousand's moving up on me. <laughs> For real? Like, I, he's going to leave me behind. <laughs> and then he's going to create a podcast called... Uh, I don't know, beer, yo. Bruise beats and get the beats, yo. Beer uh, production value and, <laughs> and culinary. Yeah, there Something you go. Something like that. There you go. But, um, yeah, man, I... Um, Going back to grandma's cooking and uh, and being able to... What's the favorite meal that your grandma cooked for you, Ed? Ooh! Oh, yo. God rest. God rest, my pura soul. Um, yeah. Bomb, yo. Just jump in. Just jump in, yo. We already here. Yes. <laughs> I'm reaching for that shit, bro. Yeah, we don't know what's what. I mean, what we're having here is we're going mean, to have... there's only two options, right? So There's only two options. It's either wow. ground beef, ground beef, or carnitas. Yo, these tacos are like... They're like, street tacos. They're hot. They're hearty, but like I always be getting like Taco Bell must have fucked up my mind, bro, because their tacos are like regular taco shells, but it, it's not as filling as one of these guys that seems smaller, but is more nourishing. Got you. Yeah. Got you. It's true. It's true. But that goes back to your whole abundance thing. Yes. It's like these uh, these fast food places or any any industry any food industry. What they try to do is most for the most part is. Uh, they try to justify the fact that they're charging you, that they're taxing you X amount of dollars yeah. by giving you so much. But it doesn't mean that there's a quality. It's more of a quantity thing, for sure. But fuck all that, bro. Tell me about your your favorite Grandma. meal from yes. your grandmother, bro. bro. Okay, so let's get into... Um, man, I'm talking about early childhood. This is, this is I want to say, before 1980. <laughs> I'm old headed for a reason. Before 1980, um, living down here in what's known as um, Little Haiti. Mm, shout out to Little Haiti. Uh, I, 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 there was a couple years where we lived here, and it was a typical Spanish household where everybody and your mother was living in, yeah. in, in a small spot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Grandmother. <laughs> Talk about my mom, yo. Shouts to MF Doom. Um, moms, aunts, uncles, grandmother, grandfather, we all reside in the same dwelling. Um 
I gotta say that my favorite meal that my grandmother would prepare for me, oh God rest her soul, um, is they were empanadas, Ooh. scrambled egg empanadas. What? Scrambled egg empanadas. That's some new shit. I, it's new and it's old wow. at the same time. Um, I remember coming home from. Uh, uh, it, it was before kindergarten, so it was pre-K. Damn. Cause... And uh, I would come home, and it, it would it would upset my mom because I would not eat anything the rest of the evening, because I would load up. My grandmother would whip, take these um, empanada discs, scramble up some eggs, drop the eggs in there. Wow. Very well salted. And then she she deep fry these empanadas, and I, I as a four year old kid, wow, would enjoy these right after school. So by the time dinner came around and it was time to eat again, I was like, yo, I'm good, I don't have to eat. Damn. And it would drive my mom nuts because it's like, yo, he has to eat. It's lit. it's you know we have to get one more meal in him. And I mean, me, I was a picky kid. That's something that I haven't shared on this podcast before. I was a picky eater early wow. on. Um, and uh, and yeah, man, that that that's my favorite food from my grandmother. Yeah, because I want to try that, bro. Scrambled egg empanada. What? Yo, I mean, it's it's crazy. I let me run that. I, I hope I don't have to run that back because the recording device just kind of fell asleep for a second. But yeah, but no, 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 it's there, bro. I hope it's there. Um, but yeah, man, that was my favorite grandmother meal. Yo, mm, mine, yeah. mine. Allison, were you here at the table? Yo, yeah. All right, all right, yours yeah, first. Yeah. Go ahead. First off, rest in peace to my abuela, man. Like mm. my grandma. Is like the backbone of my whole, you know, it was the backbone of my family, bro. You know, parents working all day, so my grandmother would always cook a meal, make sure the kids are good, bro. Damn, what are you asking me? Like, what my favorite meal favorite is? Meal the the favorite meal that she put together, damn, dude, that's tough, man. Because as she got older, she wasn't able to do as much, okay. You know what I mean? My okay. grandmother lived till she was 100. Wow, yeah, bro. so like the last few years, I was actually living with her, and I saw. You know, like, she wasn't just able to, like, fry an egg as she used to, you know. Gotcha. But, um, to my recollection, bro, is, like, rice is so big in my family, bro. Like, the cocolona is huge, man. Yeah. Just like any other family, That's like... That's right. He did mention the cocolona. From, uh, you know, uh, just like a lot of Cubans, bro. Like, rice and eggs, bro, for breakfast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was... With ketchup... It sounds like so, but that's it's such a common thing in yeah. all right, Hispanic and culture. And, bro. and a fried egg is is Miami, yeah, one on one. You know, and as I got older, bro, like I just um, scrambled eggs. You know, if I ever eat eggs, I like I prefer them scrambled, scrambled yeah. and I eat them just as is. You know, like mm-hmm. with bacon, just salted. And as I got older, like my it was always like an argument with me and my brother and my sister sometimes, like because they would always put ketchup on the shit. And when I was younger, I would love ketchup on my eggs. But then as I got older, I was like, this shit's nasty, bro. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> but um, it was just something that came, as far as I remember, from my grandmother, bro. It was just yeah. like the rice with the eggs on top. If you want ketchup, just, you know. A little ketchup, At yeah. the Heinz 57. No. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo. All right, fire away, man. Fire yeah. away. Yo, arroz con huevo and cachu is like, it goes to show that shit will nourish you and you can get through the day. You know what I'm saying? Without this fancy smancy shit, bro. Mm. I love mm. that low maintenance, hearty, hearty yeah, meals. Yeah. To yeah. quick get you going. Yeah. Yo, my grandmother, bro, she would cook this like every now and then. You know, when you visit her, it's an occasion, you know? She'll cook this chicken cordon bleu or she'll like bread the chicken and marinate it for two days waiting for you. Mm. And then mm. she'll show up with the ham and the cheese and ball it up into a ball with toothpicks holding it all together and deep fry that, then cook some rice and beans or whatever it is. And you just sit there with this, like, huge chicken, ham, and cheese meatball. 
and you're like, yo, let me just take all the all the toothpicks out and lay them out to the side and just cut into that, bruh. Yo, before we get into this, I just want to put one more thing. Like, so my mom a few weeks ago, bro, was like, it's crazy because like the simplest meals. It's like, I always ask my mom, like, picadillo, obviously, like if you're Hispanic, we all. But my mom, for years, bro, she's done this shit, and I never knew how she did it. And it's the simplest shit, and I do it all the time now, bro. It's mixed picadillo with the the sazon, the little fucking... The packet, the sazon bro, yeah, packet? just crack yeah. that shit open with prego sauce. You mix all that. Yo, it makes the most amazing... I add onions to my shit or whatever yeah. you want to add. But, yo, for years, man, like, that's a very... It's very quick. You do it in, like, five, ten minutes, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I always make, like, empanadas at my crib, you know? I do it with my own like sauce, like I always had barbecue and I called my mom the other day, I'm like, yo, how come I can never get the pita usual you do? And she told me the ingredients, I'm like, it's so easy. And, yo, since then it's like two times a week I'll be cooking up that. That's it. Usual, That's it. Hell yeah, bro. Shout out to Brown Beef. For real, for and, real. And, and family recipes. Yes, yes. Yo, Art, I mean, you made it you made it to the podcast again. Uh, one of the few return guests. Mm. And I'm glad you were able to make the time and do this. Um Bro, we, we talk beers again. You yeah. sample beers. So much better this time we, than last time. I was I was a free man, but I was just concerned about my freedom, and I didn't appreciate the beers. The beer. Everything tastes good at that point. Yeah. We talk music, um, videos. Yes. Uh, we talked what's in your rotation nowadays, mm. and uh, and we just talked eats, man. We got to know thousands. You know, the, the, the meal that thousand still holds dear. Yeah. And uh, and and he even put us on to some new picadillo recipe, like to the the prego or the the ragu. No, I want some to picadillo and some that's sazon. That's, it's not, crazy. Like it's not because I always thought oh, it was okay. like it was more in, like the picadillo. I thought it was like no, it's more like entailed. You know, there has to be some white wine. Uh, Whatever you put into it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That's, that's I'm gonna go that way now. I'm gonna go that route instead. For I real. was just so like I only mentioned it because I was so blown away. My mom told me like, oh, it's very easy. You just add this. You add the sazon. And you add some Prego sauce, and you're good. And you're good. Like, right oh, over some white rice, hold the ketchup, because you already got the tomato in there. Yeah. 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 Facts. There it is. Bruise Beats and Easter Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guest, Art Morera, co-host, Thousand, Woof. us versus the buff, shooting the visuals, for taking the time, sitting down, and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, the viewer, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. You can keep up with me. Bruise Beats, the letter N Eats on IG. Yeah. All right? A um, lot more to come. I appreciate everybody that's tuned in. I appreciate y'all fellas for, for taking the time and, and making this happen. And um, you, were real, you, you were real one, Ed. I appreciate you, man. Yes. I, yo, listen, you know what would be dope? I, I'm going to say this. It'd be fresh. If I got a, a couple of bars and one of the tracks about that moment when you heard about your freedom, believe me, it's been in the works, bro. <laughs> I have I have key, I have key moments in my notes. Got Re- you. Reference this, reference that. Dope. Let's get into these tacos, Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. I appreciate everyone of you listeners, viewers. Thank you so much.